Well, we were just talking about this, but the grind never ends. Uh, I will let our next guest describe that. As we mentioned, uh, we are very pleased to have Amelia Garvey, a rookie on the Ipsen Tour, uh, kindly join us tonight here on Spin on Golf. Amelia, thank you for taking the time. How are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me on. No, we appreciate it. So, you know, first things first, uh, tell us how your caddy didn't battle Creek last week. I mean, we've all <laughs> been waiting for that. We'll get to your career in a moment, no doubt about that. But how did your caddy, Mr. Marcero, do in Battle Creek last week? Oh, he was awesome. Um, I met Jeff a few weeks before um, Battle Creek, and we played in a pro-am together, and um, we all got on really well. And he said, you know, if you ever need someone to lug around the bag um, in a couple of weeks, because he knew that uh, we had an event in Battle Creek um, to hit him up. So, yeah, he was great. He said his two rules on the golf course were for him to just keep up and shut up, and he did just that, but no, we had some, we had some good chats out there and we kept it light, which is all I need, really. So you were in Battle Creek, then you went to French Lick, and, and you basically, well, I guess the best way to say it, headed north in the state of Indiana, and you're in South Bend tonight, correct? Yeah, yeah. I just drove up um, from French Lick today, and um, so we've had three in a, in a row in and around the Michigan and Indiana area, which has been, it's been nice being able to drive and not go cross country, um, so yeah, this is our last event of a three-week stretch, and then I've got a week off um, before two two weeks back on the West Coast. Amelia Garvey, uh, kindly joining us, rookie, of course, on the Epson Tour. How's this grind been for you? I, I mean, in some ways it sounds, you know, oh, wow, that's got to be pretty cool. But, I mean, this is a nonstop grind, right? Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, being my first year on tour, it's, Definitely, I've had a lot of learnings from it. Um, it's had its ups and downs, but I'm loving it out here. I mean, I get to play golf for a living and get to travel around America and seeing some amazing golf courses and meeting some pretty cool people along the way. Um, but, yeah, it is, it is a grind. I've lived out of a suitcase now for, like, the past four or five months. So um, it does take its toll, but I think you just got to – you know, have some perspective on what I'm doing, and I love it, so I can't complain, really. Amelia Jordan Young here. Uh, tell our listeners what the biggest misconceptions might be. I mean, everybody wants to play golf for a living, right, and enjoy traveling and playing, and whether they want to be on TV and just like the 20-year-old that won today on the PGA Tour. Tell us what the biggest misconceptions are, and then what's your next step and what you feel you need to do to make that next step up? Um, I think people just don't see you know, the behind the scenes work. They see the tournament days, um, but our weeks start on Monday usually. Um, all you see on TV is people holding the trophy at the end of the week on a Sunday, not you know uh, the flights on Monday morning to go to the next event and never being in one place at uh, the same time. It, it is tough and for a, I'm 22 now, just turned, so it's not the normal life of a 22-year-old. Um, but, you know, to take that with the highs and the lows and just being able to 
enjoy it out there I think is the biggest thing and for me like yeah it's it's hard being away from my family and stuff but at the end of the day like this is what I've wanted since I picked up a golf club when I was six years of age so um yeah there's there are some misconceptions about the life of a tour golfer it's not all glitz and glam like going from hotel room to hotel room I think if I told my sisters that you know the places that I get to stay in hotels they'll be like oh you know you live the life but (laughs) you're not you're out of the hotel room most mornings at 7 a.m and you're not getting back till late at night especially with some of the rain delays we had last week um they're pretty long days and you know it the work starts on Monday and it doesn't finish till Sunday, Sunday afternoon, usually. Amelia, it's Mike Faye. Um, wanted to ask you, what do you do on your weeks off? Do you go home or are you here for a long period of time or what's the plan? Um, so weeks off usually just consists of trying to get better at golf. Um, you know, the tournament weeks are when you're going out and playing and then your weeks off are when you can really sharpen the tools for the next event. Um, I don't usually go home until off-season. So, you know, this is my first year anyway, but I'm not planning on going home till December. Uh, I'll probably have two or three weeks back home and come back out here because my career is over in America now, uh, over here, must I say. Um so, yeah, I don't really get the chance to go home because we only ever have probably two weeks off max um, when we do have weeks off. So, yeah, the weeks off just, you know, I'll take a little downtime down maybe Monday, Tuesday when we get a week off and then I'll be um, getting stuck in working with my coach and getting in the gym and getting ready for the next event. Amelia, I see your uh, average driving distance is 287 which pretty much puts it past everybody sitting at this table (laughs) (laughs) and the guy that's next to you on the screen with the bucket hat on there too. Um, That's pretty good. I'm just checking up all the stats here. Uh, Accuracy, 124, 63%, but I like the 287. That's good. Yeah, no, I've always always been a big hitter. Um, Ever since I was young, I grew up playing with uh, teenage boys. They always made me play off the back tees with them. <laughs> I never wanted to be outdriven. So I think that's kind of where I got it from. I've never actually had to try and work to uh, gain distance. Um, and in the last few years, I've definitely dialed in the accuracy as well, which has been great. Um, so, yeah, lucky enough that that's kind of like a natural, natural talent of mine, I think. Amelia, how big is the game in New Zealand? I mean, golf has really become a world game. All one has to do is look at the leaderboard and see all the different flags next to the name. How big is it in New Zealand? It's huge. Um, I think it's definitely a big part of our culture, especially in the last few years since COVID. A lot more people have gotten into it. Um, It's really accessible in New Zealand as well. Um, I know like a junior membership back home is probably a quarter of the price of what it is here at some golf courses. So I think that's great in terms of getting juniors into it and um, making sure that anyone can get the chance to play. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big culture back home and we've got some amazing golf courses with some 
awesome views too. So if you know anyone can ever get a chance to get over there and play a bit of golf, I highly recommend it. You can't play there right now though, right? In New Zealand? It's winter. Oh, no, it's winter time. Oh, uh, we can play all year long. <laughs> well, you can, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we get pretty mild winters back home, so we're very fortunate in that regard. I had You played a, uh, uh, Sarah Eady? Yeah, I um I've actually I went up there uh December of last year um and actually played with the owner and his wife, Rick and Suzanne Kane. Um, yeah actually they're american um and they've just yep. opened up two other courses um right next to tara Edie as well so right. i love that place i'll definitely be getting back there when i'm home next of course bc knows who they are amelia if you didn't know this he's played every golf course everywhere so if you ever have I, a had, question, I had breakfast with this guy at the floridian it's so funny there's a there's a shocker there is a shocker. There's oh, a BC classic right there. <laughs> I'm going to go on the putting green right now. And see <laughs> he knows the cousin of a cousin from like Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yes. <laughs> Amelia, how'd you end up at USC? Oh, um, well, I, I say I got a bit lucky, to be fair. They had, um, you know, a lot of American kids, they commit to colleges while they were when they were like 13, 14. Um, USC had two girls turn pro and get onto the LPGA after their sophomore year. Um, so that kind of blindsided the coach a little bit and they needed two uh, new freshmen to come in because they only had three people on the team at that point. Um, and I'd gone over to America. I'd played in Junior Worlds the year before, um, the one at Torrey Pines. And the coach was out there watching, or the assistant coach was out there watching me. And then um, I think halfway through, like, or yeah, halfway through my junior year of high school, um, just they expressed their interest in me and said that, you know, they'd had two girls turn pro and two spots open up, which was pretty fortunate um, because USC, yeah, they're obviously a, a very high uh, regard school so they filled those spots with myself and an Aussie girl Gabby Ruffles who's also on the Epson tour as well um, but yeah it was amazing experience and I'm very fortunate to have attended a school like USC and got a degree out of it as well. Mm -hmm. So cool no doubt about that well we're going to keep our eye on you and, and when you make it big this grinding is going to pay off we're, we're Gonna beg you to come back on. I hope you don't turn mm -hmm. us down. Okay? What do you mean? We're going uh, to visit her. We're going to visit her in New Zealand. Yeah, right. no doubt. And BC is gonna arrange us all to play golf at, yes. at the club. I got a hand. We're in. Don't worry about it. I'll go by, the, by then, no Marcel will have a private jet for us. Yeah, we'll right. Roadshow. Hey, good luck in South Bend and, and beyond, Amelia. We're all gonna be rooting for you. Love your attitude, and, and certainly we wish you nothing but the best. Amelia Garvey, kind enough to join us here. Uh, what a cool girl, huh? Yeah. Good, good conversation. And I think BC shocked nobody when he talked about a course <laughs> and the owners of the course as well. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So outstanding. All right. Uh, we have to talk about uh, Muirfield and, of course, the POW. We'll get into that final segment of the show on a Sunday night live from Fox Hills. Glad you could join us right here on 760 WJR.